the opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Transmitting from WebmasterRadio.fm, World Headquarters in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Get ready to tap into the minds of the founding fathers of SEO. Rocket, rocket to the next generation of search engine optimization 3.0 with traffic that will put your website into a head-on collision. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO and give you free expert advice with their weekly site clinic. Now, here are the princes of PageRank, the heroes of HTML, the sultans of search, the SEO SEO rock stars. Oh yeah, that's right everybody. I want to welcome you to this Tuesday, June the 5th edition of the SEO Rockstars. My name is Darren Babin and I am joined by my ever-faithful co-host Chris Boggs, who is the Director of Thought Leadership over at Rosetta. And uh, I am coming to you live from Panama City, Panama. Very happy to be uh, on a much more stable connection than I was last week. How you doing, Chris? Uh, doing great. Great to hear your voice nice and clear this week, Darren. Yeah, man. Hey, let's listen to Brasco with his little uh, cheese ball music in the background. I, I was down in the casino earlier working, believe it or not, 18 inches from the roulette wheel. Had my laptop set up. I mean, it's totally a different mindset for being in uh, Las Vegas, but um, yeah, man, definitely got a good vibe going, and uh, we got some great stuff to talk about today. Um, Chris, there's so much going on right now, and I think there's kind of a a collision, if you will, of um, very cool technology with respect to the way we use, um, you know, both search and social, and mobile, um, you know, roll it all into one, and, and, you know, boy, you've got some some interesting things happening. Um, I I, I saw this email a little earlier, and I was like, wow, Chris has got some interesting stuff that um, is pretty new uh, out there. I mean, uh, Dynamic Wiki, first and foremost, um, like, I, I'm hot to jump when I say dynamic wiki. That's what I'm calling knowledge. <laughs> Chris InstaWiki. Is a dynamic wiki. I call it the InstaWiki. What do you call it? The InstaWiki. Yeah, I mean, it really is. Um, Chris, for, for those that aren't necessarily familiar with... Um, Google Knowledge yet? You want to give them an idea of, of what uh, what's going on? So, yeah, um, you know, if you were to go to Google right now and do a search at Google.com uh, for Obama or President Obama, for anyone who's <laughs> listening, uh, by the way, uh, this is June 5th, 2012. Since you missed that one, Darren, I'll go ahead and let people know. But um, so uh, assuming that you're listening to this sometime during Obama's presidency and probably for the foreseeable <laughs> future, um, you'll see a new type of search result 
uh, or a, a sort of a new type of um, interaction, I guess you could call it, or uh, user experience that's being presented by Google in the top right of its page. Uh, you know, in short, it's, it's another way for Google to try to be able to answer the question that someone's seeking uh, right from that Google search result page, right? So let's say your interest was to find out when Obama was born. Uh, and for all you weirdos out there, I didn't say where. I said when <laughs> he was born. Um, so if I were to just type in President Obama into Google um, and I received this sort of knowledge graph-enabled result, I now see that he was born right away without having to navigate anywhere else. Uh, I could see that he was born on August 4th, 1961. Um, so it used to be that Google would have an occasional sort of almost like Easter egg or uh, universal type of result. And, and in fact, if you type in President Obama born, uh, there will be uh, a sort of a detailed uh, universal type result uh, that says August 4th, 1961 as well. Uh, and, and that's sort of in the main list of results. But this... Um, Knowledge graph is meant to be able to provide additional information about a specific topic, often a person or a company or a well-known brand, uh, right there on the Google search result page, as opposed to you having to click through onto uh, further content. Uh, right now, unfortunately, I noticed that neither Darren Babin nor Chris Boggs have the glory of having uh, a knowledge graph return for their uh, for searches for those. Uh, but as this uh, rolls out and um, you know it becomes more prevalent, uh, I'm sure that Google, even though they've rolled it out, they're probably still testing it to some degree. Uh, we should be starting to see more and more uh, types of returns. And in fact, uh, there's one that's kind of making the rounds on Facebook right now that if you do a search at Google for Lionel Richie, um, you will find that uh, the um, knowledge graph result had an Easter egg in it. It's actually no longer there. Maybe it's not working. It's just not working on uh, Internet Explorer. Uh, but uh, I just did it on Internet Explorer, and it doesn't say it anymore. But it had a what people are calling an Easter egg, which is um, the first part. Oh, yeah, it is. It's, it's interesting. It only works on Firefox, but not on Internet Explorer. Uh, there's a headline in it saying, hello, is it me you're is looking for? Is it me you're for? looking so, for? Yeah, I see that. So they have, uh, but I, ironically, I just, tried to search on Internet Explorer, and it didn't work. Uh, uh, that that part didn't come in. So uh, I guess they want to make sure to keep their little Easter eggs only for people who are cool enough to use Chrome or Firefox, <laughs> I guess. Uh, but anyway, that's I, I, does that provide a nice nutshell of kind of what it's about? Yeah. I mean, you know, look, I look at this, and I, I mean, I, I, of course, you know, have a bunch of different questions on it, you know, and I definitely have some opinions on it. I mean, when you look at this... Um, I, I think it's interesting, you know, when you when you if you go back and look at at the one query that you were talking about with President Obama, and if you were to type in Obama born, right? Well, the the very first related search in the drop down or instant search is Obama born in Kenya. Well, if you click in that, if you click that, there's nothing in the knowledge graph for that either which I, I find to be somewhat interesting because to me it kind of seems like, um, you know, look, 
I'm just to throw this out there and for all of you nutbags that like to get on this, you know, train. I, this is not about, you know, where Obama was born at all, right? But let's let's say um, you you have the ability to create this very large knowledge graph from, you know, people using whatever. But let's say that that there actually is some truth to the fact that you know, maybe President Obama was born in Kenya and, you know, whatever. Okay, well, if that is true and Google Instant sees that a lot of people are searching on this, that's why they would, you know, have that in their, you know, Google Instant. Well, then where's the where's the knowledge graph for that? Because, you know, it says that they're putting together the strings of data from what people are seeking, what they're looking for. If you watch the promo video for Google Knowledge, it says just that. Um, but I find it very interesting, and of course, this is—it's very, very new. So you know, you you could argue and say that you know, of course, since Chris and I aren't on there, you know, well, they probably won't have every <laughs> every variation on there that you could possibly look for. But I mean, that's one thing, Chris. It just kind of makes me wonder, you know? Okay, yeah, I think at what it's point, point does the knowledge graph kick in? It's a good point, Darren, and there could be a conflict between the knowledge graph and what is being um, sort of populated within the Google autocomplete, right? Exactly. And, and as we know, especially SEOs that have been trying to test this, uh, and, and there are some people out there that are trying to leverage Mechanical Turks and all kinds of different ways to change um, the specific recommendations that come up within the Google autocomplete, which yeah. for anyone that doesn't know, is as you're typing something into the Google search box, uh, they're popping right below the search box with a certain number of recommendations. So in the case that you mentioned, uh, yeah. President Obama born, as soon as I get the B on there, uh, the first thing it says is birth certificate. So I have to add an O, and then I get born, and then I get book. Believe it or not, I get born before book. Uh, and, and it's curious, right, because I think that in a lot of cases, uh, people searching for a president and a name uh, would probably be more looking for, or often looking about for a book about them than when they're being born. But that right there is evidence of how born is such an important topic, uh, especially as related to Obama, because of all the different people that are talking about it. But then born in Kenya is the third one that pops up, and then born in Hawaii is the fourth one that pops up. Now, if you look at the actual knowledge graph results, you see that there is... Uh, they're taking, um, you know, they're taking information from a number of places, but often Wikipedia and, and as well as plus, uh, profile pages, uh, at Google plus, uh, and, and sort of mashing them together into this knowledge graph output. It is kind of interesting, uh, and, and it makes you wonder, and I'm sure that there would be especially some people that lean a little bit further to the right, uh, that would claim, uh, that, um, you know, that, that there's some sort of manual intervention going on here, which is yes, preventing the knowledge yes. graph from showing anything about Kenya. Uh, yeah, but absolutely. It, it, and I mean, it could be point. more than and, that. And I think the question would be, are they, you know, between could what they it's use it for their own popular, political influence? Um, in terms of what's popularly being searched and popularly being talked about versus what really is kind of a legitimate um, – at least as portrayed information as found in Wikipedia or on plus profile pages and so forth. Yeah, agreed, agreed, absolutely. I mean, you know, it definitely has that appearance. I mean, I don't, I don't think it is. I mean, I really don't. 
Um, you know, could they? Sure, they could do anything they want to do. But, um, you know, like you said, you know, Chris, I, I think, you know, this is really new. I think they have to, you know, aggregate as much, you know, data as they possibly can um, to get this constructed in a manner that actually does make sense. Um, okay, I am getting a, a high sign from the studio. We, we need to take a quick break. Uh, as we step out, folks, I definitely want to make sure to mention if you haven't gone over to Majestic SEO and given that free trial a run for its money, you absolutely need to. So make sure you run on over to Majestic SEO. We love those guys over there. What's up, Dixon? Uh, and give them a tryout. And by the way, big thanks to all our Twitter and Facebook followers, LinkedIn. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Make sure you go out there. If you're listening live, tell everybody we're on the air. Stay with us, folks. More about Google Knowledge and Yahoo Access coming up. You're listening to the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? Searchmetrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today with Searchmetrics.com. That's Searchmetrics.com. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. You are now tuned in to the world's largest online radio podcast network for internet marketers looking to dominate the B2B marketplace. WebmasterRadio.fm WebmasterRadio.fm is home to some of the most respected authorities in all aspects of internet marketing. I'm Maria Retan. This is Glenn English. This is Tim Ash. James and Arlene Martell here. This is Ross Dunn. And this is John Carcutt. This is Dush Ramachandran. This is Bennett Kelly. This is Jillian Music. From SEO to affiliate marketing to social media, e-commerce, mobile marketing, and so much more. Our hosts travel to all stretches of the world and speak to the impact players that are affecting our industry. Please join me in welcoming Andrew Hayford. Pleased to have Jim Lanzone. Please welcome Ariana Huffington. Please welcome Jason Calcanis. On air, on demand, and available on every mobile device that you can imagine. This is WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, let's get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars exclusively on WebmasterRadio.fm. 
Yeah, that's right, everybody. Come on back in here. You are listening to the Tuesday, June the 5th episode of the SEO Rockstars. My name is Darren Babbitt, joined by Chris Boggs of Rosetta. Today we are talking about Google Knowledge. And uh, Chris, I got to say, before we jumped off to break, you know, we both had mentioned um, Wiki uh, in this first segment. And I got to say, I think it's somewhat interesting that when you look at um, the integration of uh, the knowledge graph into the SERPs, you know, you you instantly have this, um, you know, miniaturized, condensed wiki impression. Um, and, you know, I, I was thinking about this and I, I just had to question, um, you know, the, the, the wiki itself and ask, you know, in this process, um, is, is the wiki pseudo, uh, is the wiki not a target, an acquisition target for Google with respect to integration uh, of, you know, something like the wiki, which is what they've done? Um, you know, what, why would they have done that and, and, you know, kind of stepped on the wiki's neck when the wiki is, you know, by far uh, organically superior to a lot that's out there? What, like, I'm kind of, Maybe I'm missing something. Do you see where I'm going with that? So are you saying that it, it might have been a better idea to just straight out purchase Wikipedia? I, well, I don't see what you're I, I, I'm not necessarily, but I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, you know, if that would not have been more advantageous. I get the aspect that, you know, with what Google does, it's all mathematical. And with the wiki, you know, you're, you're, you're back to a very cleaned up hybrid version of, um, of, of uh, DMOZ with human editors. I get that. Um, so, you know, whether or not that's a, a flawed thing in the eyes of Google by virtue of human intervention or not, uh, I don't know. But when, when you look at, at, um, at the integration, like it's, it's, almost like, it's almost like looking at a scaled down version of the wiki, whereas organically the wiki, you know, in a lot of these searches is going to be front and center right there at the top of the SERPs. Yeah, and well, so that's that's an issue, right? And and I think that uh, for the larger brands, it all comes down to trust and and user intent. I think, right? It's it, Google's main goal is to provide uh, the best possible results uh, to match up with what they think the user intent is. Um, there's a good example that's bought up in uh, one of the. POVs that our team uh, wrote here about it uh, in terms of a search for giants. Uh, if you just search giants, they don't really know which giants you're talking about. You could be talking about the sucky San Francisco giants or the sucky New York giants. Both giants teams suck, as we know, uh, if we're not fans of them. Uh, <laughs> forgive me for my little sport fanness there for a moment. But in either case, uh, what they're doing in that type of return is they're, they're actually going to guess that you might be looking for the uh, either San Francisco Giants or New York Giants, and they're going to ask you if you want to see results about the San Francisco Giants or the New York Giants. And then at that point, once you click through, they'll pull up the knowledge graph for the San Francisco Giants. So there's a, c a clear example of where 
a big part of where this knowledge graph comes in is they have to be pretty damn sure they know what you're looking for, all right? Now, the flip side of it is that they have to be pretty damn sure that the information is accurate. So Wikipedia, as awesome as it is, and as much as it seems to uh, dominate within the search results, uh, the, the, the real keywords that it shows up for are typically based on, you know, not just the content and the trust that that domain seems to get, but also on the raw number of links that are pointed to that content as citation for a specific topic, right? So they can't be 100% and, and probably not even 60% confident that everything that's in Wikipedia is going to be 100% accurate. But the more that people link to it, and especially if something like in the case of Obama again, uh, let's say that he is linking to uh, the Wikipedia page about uh, President Obama from his domain, from his Google Plus profile, from any other signals that would show here, hey, here's another um, example where we can probably trust this data based on the linkage uh, between the different domains and so forth. So I think it's an interesting idea, Darren, but I think that it would be very difficult for them to Police that because, especially um, as you know, there are many of us out here uh, that are trying to, you know, get rankings for specific keywords. So if it became evident that uh, you could get ranked easier by having stuff in Wikipedia, maybe you'd go about trying to do that. <laughs> Not that people aren't already doing that, right? <laughs> exactly. And, and I got to say, I mean, I do feel somewhat, you know, for the guys over at the Wiki. Um, you know, they, they, they built a great product over there and um, you know it's not like they're going to get punished organically I just think a, a lot of what the wiki uh, does is um, is I, I, th I think the the need for it um, may kind of wane a little bit as um, the knowledge graph really takes hold in a lot more areas out there uh, because at a glance you can find but that's a good you know, thing Right? Because, I mean, if you think about it from the perspective of the ideal behind this, Google wants to make sure that they're presenting the right information, right? And that's why in yeah. the case of Giants, they want to ask me if I'm thinking about the Giants of New York or the Giants of San Francisco before they provide me all this information. I think it's good because they are trying to you know, sort of verify and validate. Now, the sort of quote-unquote evil part of it uh, from Google's perspective is that this is another way for them to try to inspire people to set up Google Plus profiles and, and to set up business profiles uh, because that's one more sort of trusted uh, information or citation source that they seem to be looking at and that they certainly seem to leverage uh, in the case of uh, of images, for example. Uh, the You know, for the Giants, for the San Francisco Giants, the image that they pull is directly from their Google Plus page, right? So, um, to me, part of it is certainly, and, and, and then we saw last week with, uh, you know, Google Plus profiles becoming more and more important from a local search perspective as well, uh, that part of this is, you know, Google Google's effort to uh, drive more uh, interest and use uh, of its own uh, Plus platform. But at the same time, uh, that's just one of the data points that they're using to be able to provide these knowledge graph returns. Yeah, I, I think they still have a, have a long way to go, um, you know, with, with driving, um, you know, people uh, to Google Plus and, and getting, getting businesses, you know, um, inspired to go create that something else, you know, because, 
you know, everybody knows, hey, you know, we've done it once on Facebook. Do we really have to do it again? Well, yeah. I mean, if, if you want to do well in Google, you, you need those extra you need those extra points to to get you where you need to be. Listen, I'm getting uh, another high sign from the studio. So, folks, we're going to take uh, one final break. When we come back, we're going to dive into – I'm going to dive into my handset here while we're out on break. Yahoo Access. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back after this quick break. You're listening to the SEO Rockstars, exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sword with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com. It's good to be king. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn so you can reach us before and after every program. We also feature our exclusive real-time chat room where we welcome all listeners to engage with our show hosts during every live show. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Get back to jamming and spamming with the SEO rock stars exclusively on webmasterradio.fm. That's right. Want to welcome everybody back to this final segment on this Tuesday, June the 5th. Almost screwed that one up. <laughs> my name is Darren Babbin. Of course, I am joined by my co host, Chris Boggs from Rosetta. And uh, we are talking Yahoo! In our final minutes here, Chris, I gotta say, I, I got the I got the app. It's on my phone, 
And um, wow, it's definitely um, it's not something that I would have expected from the atypical Yahoo at all. I mean, it looks different. It feels cool. Um, I mean, it is a really well thought out application thus far. Um, the jury's still out, folks, because um, obviously I- I'm still playing with it. So I-, I definitely reserve the right to change my mind or my opinion. Um, but you know, Chris, if if you look at this puppy, you know it's interesting that you know they've they've integrated both web search and and image search into this. Um, but ironically, as you're as you're using the app. And you're you're in the the search bar, you know. If if you just put your cursor up there on the left hand side, you're getting trending searches populating, and and you know, of course, whatever's highlighted out to the right, you know, you're you're getting almost like a um, a, a miniaturized you know version of you know the wiki <laughs> again. Um, so I, I'm looking at this, and I think it's 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 fairly interesting because, of course, there you know there is a feature in here that will allow you to go you know do only local results you know to to come back, and you can force it to only parse back local. Um, but otherwise, I think it's a it's a you know not having played with this thing fully yet, I, I you know I think it's a it's an interesting concept. Um, by which to, you know, to to collapse, you know, your search and um, you know take it take it mobile with you. And, and it's the interesting thing is um, apparently the the app when you're using it, um, if you've got it across multiple devices, whether you've got it on your iPhone or your desktop or your iPad. Um, if you're searching for you know soccer games on your iPhone and you're out, um, you know driving around whatever. When you get home, if you load Access on your desktop, your very last search, the page you were on, is going to that's the first thing that's going to be displayed. So I I find that you know somewhat useful in the sense that you can bounce. You know, back and forth between all of these, you know, between you know multiple devices, and never lose your page. Um, so that's kind of unique as well. Chris, your thoughts? That seems to be the trend these days because I know that uh, Directv just came out with this new package. They're trying to hype where it means that if you know you want to record up to a number of shows, and then you can go start any one of them at any time at any TV at your house. Right? It's like it seems to be that humans, uh, for some reason, have to now be able to stop watching or doing something, walk somewhere else, get on a different type of connected device, and be able to resume exactly where they want to go. So if that's the way humanity is going, I guess that is the way we're going. And eventually, we're probably going to have uh, you know computers attached to half of our brain, and and we're going to turn into the Borg. But um, to me, that's a little bit overboard. Personally, to, to it's essentially the same thing to me as closing my laptop, which is my primary device that I use on, and then opening it back up. I I never shut down. Uh, I go into sleep mode, and, and I'm able to get that experience right away just by 
simply opening my laptop, but it's it, it's what it's the single unit that I'm using, right? So this idea of being logged in and then being able to go uh, open the same thing on my mobile device could be cool because maybe I'd be at home on my iPad or my laptop, and I'd be navigating a search for where my son, uh, the other Dixon, uh, his golf tournament is this weekend. Uh, I could instead of having to email myself the uh, address so that I can punch it into my Garmin, uh, I could then just open up uh, my uh, my uh, my uh, you know connected device and and uh, have the information right there. So I could see some value to it from that perspective. Uh, the other thing too. Uh, it's. It, I think you know. Since this is the SEO rock stars, and we haven't really talked about the SEO angle on either knowledge or uh, access, I, I think it's going to change the way. Obviously, from a click-through rate perspective, that people interact with sites. Uh, this is going to be, in my opinion, it's going to be a long time before Yahoo Access becomes sort of the uh, even a. Um, you know, a significant uh, share of the market uh, that's out there. So I'm certainly not advocating that everyone has to immediately start planning for a whole new type of SEO for Yahoo Access. But uh, one of the things that I think it's very important to consider is how your page is looking, right? So it used to be that uh, click-through rate was determined by a title and a meta description and maybe brand recognition. Uh, but now, uh, since you're scrolling literally across all the different results that are coming up and you're seeing a thumb thumbnail uh, and slightly larger size than thumbnail preview of the page, uh, that's going to be pretty important, uh, especially for people that might be targeting this particular market. The other thing, too, real quick, is that, you know, according to... um, you know, according to what's been said out there, uh, Yahoo is um, uh, targeting uh, the male 18 to 35 uh, who live in, in urban areas and own a number of different devices, right? So it's interesting. I found, I found it interesting that you liked it so much, especially since you're so far out of that um, uh, demographic. Well, thanks, <laughs> <Getting>. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, look, I, I like a visual experience. Um, and I work for NBC, and ironically, I'm in the audio business these days, right? But I do. I like a visual experience. And, and I think you're right when, you know, like the – Trending searches right now, Eddie Izzard. You know, as you start to scroll out to the right and look at these thumbnails, you know, the, the third one is eddieizzard.com. But when you look at how the display is on the thumbnail, well, they're cutting off, you know, like a, a good chunk of what could be, um, you know, a nice thumbnail to actually drive a click. Whereas if you you know scroll a, a couple you know a couple of thumbnails to the right and you look at how IMDb displays their page and how it displays on this thumbnail, well then you kind of you kind of get the idea of you know how you can maximize via you know your your GUI so that that your display if if it's being displayed in apps like this that you know, or gaining market share, well, you, you're going to have to take that into consideration. I mean, Chris, that was a very good point, you know, as I look at this. So, um, yeah, this yeah, is going to be a big change, Darren, in terms of uh, – I think it's going to add uh, – Knowledge Graph as well, it's going to add even another layer of complexity to SEO. Um, because, um, you know, if you really want to understand, and especially – 
um, from a reputation management perspective, if you're a celebrity, right, uh, you're going to have to start really paying attention to what's showing up uh, a, a lot more closely. Uh, the other thing is that neither Knowledge Graph nor um, Yahoo Access have any sort of paid option right now, right? So Knowledge Graph, if anything, um, I, I think it makes sense where they've implemented it because a, a lot of those name searches like that, they're not going to typically draw a lot of Google AdWords ads. So it's not like they're uh, cannibalizing their own AdWords revenue by putting in the Knowledge Graph results for those sort of personality-type searches. Uh, but Yahoo Access, you know, has said uh, that uh, that right now uh, they they. They have acknowledged that they plan to roll out paid search ad within Axis, uh, but it certainly um, isn't, uh, you know, part of it yet. So, uh, keeping an eye on that and, and how uh, both the search engines plan to monetize this uh, is going to be important. Yeah, I mean, look, I, as I look at um, as I look at the search results here in Google for J.C. Penny, here's a brand, right? There's nothing in the knowledge graph out to the right. But, I mean, Chris, I can easily see that being a paid spot now, you know, where the brand can control what is being said out there. And if you ask me, I think I think it would command a hell of a lot more money, um, you know, for that kind of a placement because you're getting a, a heck of a lot of real estate. I, I don't know that that would be, you know, the, the direction that they would go. To me, you know – it would seem to be obvious. Well, here's Maybe another not. example where intent plays a very important role, right? J.C. Penney happens to be a well-known brand that happens to have a lot of brick-and-mortar locations. Right. So as far as Google's concerned, if you type in just J.C. Penney, you know, the vital result is jcpenney.com, but they've decided to have a map for J.C. Penney's at least. I mean, I'm sure there's some areas of the country where there's no J.C. Penney close enough. I'm actually surprised that there's three within uh, where I am in Cleveland right now. But um, there's an example where... In this case, uh, they're still uh, interested in, in um, you know, making sure that they give uh, the right, um, you know, the right return for based on what the user intent, is, what they think it is, right? Now, if you take a similar brand that doesn't have a brick and mortar, like, let's say, uh, Zappos, for example, uh, they're not giving them one. But uh, I was trying to come up with a quick example, but... Yeah. You know, there's going to be some instances where there's not going to be that, that again, that conflict within its own algorithm and trying to determine what the intent is. Uh, and, and in a way, and, and I know we shifted back to the Google knowledge graph discussion yeah. here, but in a way, they're kind of almost a victim of having been able to index so much different stuff and <laughs> having advanced their algorithm so far <laughs> that it's going to start getting confusing for the algorithm probably, you know, trying to match up this intent as as they have more and more different options like this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I could definitely say that, you know, there's there's going to be a lot more conversation about uh, Google Knowledge Graph and, of course, Yahoo's new Access app, um, you know, in the coming, you know, weeks and months. Um, you know, Chris, it's exciting times, my friend. You know, that's the one thing I've always said about, you know, the one constant about search is change, and um, you know right. that, that that change is going to continue to roll out. And folks, if you're if you're listening, 
you need to keep your eye on this stuff and you know that way you can stay you know one step ahead of the bell curve because i got to tell you it'll change quicker than, <laughs> than what you can keep up with that's that's for darn sure Chris, I, I, I'm getting another high sign from the studio. It's like we've run over today, but I got to tell you, it's great, great, great topics today. Um, and you know, folks, I gotta, I gotta tell you, if you have a topic that you would like Chris and I to cover, feel free. Hit us up on uh, Facebook.com forward slash SEO Rockstars, or feel free to hit us up at Twitter.com slash SEO Rockstars. Let us know what you'd like to talk about. We'd be happy to dive in. Head first. That is going to do it for this week, folks. We're going to get on out of here. Um, again, big thanks to Majestic SEO for all your support. Make sure you go try them out, folks. That is going to do it for us. We will see you next week for another edition of the SEO Rockstars. Stars.